Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Imagine you have a flashlight in one hand. Turn on your flashlight. Now, take your other hand and cover the light that's glowing out of the flashlight with your other hand. So now, one hand is holding the flashlight and your other hand is covering the light. Now, walk into a dark room. This is just an experiment. We're not going to really do this, but imagine. Look at your hands. You see beams of light piercing through your fingertips around the crevices of your hand. You may even feel the warmth from the glow of the flashlight. That glow, that light is seeping through your fingers. You pull your fingers away from the top of the flashlight and the light beams through your hands and lights up the dark space. That light is your compassion, is your self-compassion. That light is your positive light. And now, when you remove the cover, you remove your vulnerabilities, you remove your barriers, you're sharing that compassion in a dark area. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. And I am so excited and happy that you have joined me today in our third series on talking about compassion. But first, before I get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I would like to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you are at. Now let's get started. I opened with an imagery exercise of the flashlight. I like to use imagery because whatever concepts I'm trying to bring across, I think it helps. So today we're going to talk about sharing our compassion. We talked a lot last time about our self-compassion. And now we're going to go the next step. The next step is to share our compassion. 
Now, I just want to make it clear because I want us to be comfortable and I want us to be able to understand the definitions um, that we're talking about on the same sheet of music, like I always like to say. When I'm talking about compassion, just as a review, we're talking about maybe, in summary, the welfare or the well-being of, of others, the welfare, the well-being of ourself. Because last time we talked about self-compassion. And one of the things that we learned is in order to share compassion, we we have to start with ourselves and be compassionate to to ourselves. Compassion doesn't necessarily mean that we're focusing on love. You can share compassion, but it doesn't necessarily require love. Compassion reaches out and recognizes that there is a need that there may be people suffering, but there is a desire to help, to make things better. Love is, or it contains a relationship, affection, and so we are going to talk about, and what we're talking about is compassion and how to express the compassion outwardly. We're in a situation with the pandemic and we're quarantined, we're limited as far as how close we can get to uh, people socially. And I think, you know, whether, you know, you believe in whether it's you have to wear a mask or not, I, I highly recommend wear wear a mask. Don't wear it for, and this is a compassionate thought, don't wear the mask for yourself. Wear the mask for someone else. And that is the, the core of, of compassion. You're doing something to help someone else. Um, another way to express compassion is saying kind words. You know, um, we we are very limited you know when you have your mask on you know when you're smiling and I know a lot, there's a lot of different facial masks and coverings where they're making clear or you can see your lips um, but you know when you use your words and you share a kind word a thank you holding the door for someone that's coming from be- coming in behind you or opening the door for someone that's coming through those are compassionate acts of kindness and it doesn't necessarily mean that you love that person you don't even know the person so that's why we want to make sure that we understand exactly what compassion is we are able to share our compassion well, why? Why is that so important? When we share kindness and we practice acts of kindness, we really do change the environment into a more positive surrounding. And 
not only a positive surrounding, but a place where it feels safe, a place where it feels comfortable. What are some other examples of sharing compassion? Respecting the privacy of others. Encouraging someone. Have you ever had the opportunity to teach someone, a child, your child, somebody else's child, how to ride a bicycle? I mean, most of the time, if you have a child, you get to that certain age and you know they've graduated from the tricycle. And, um, you know, when they were riding the tricycle, it was a big, big event. They could barely touch the pedals. and But now, uh, you know, they're big, they're five, four or five years old, and the tricycle has has gotten too small. And so you graduate that child to training wheels. Oh, and it's a big, big event. But, you know... You look at the child, and you know they're they're excited, but they're kind of holding back a little bit of hesitation, fear. So, what kind of words are you using when you see that child? You're, you know, you're using positive words. You're saying all kinds of positive. Your voice is positive, and that child is riding on a thread of your encouragement. And then they get to the point where they've graduated from the training wheels. The training wheels are coming off. Now the child is ready to ride with his or her own sense of balance. Have you ever been, have you ever experienced that? Teaching someone, encouraging them to ride their bicycle without training wheels? You know, you find a nice open spot where they're safe, where they're not disturbed, where they won't be embarrassed. Don't we have to do the same thing when we're practicing showing compassion? Sometimes it doesn't come easy. As I began to say a few minutes ago, we've been in this pandemic situation and it it's made it our it's made us a bit aware of and that's good it's made us aware of how close we get to people of our cleanliness is really really making us aware but i think on the other hand uh we also have to learn how to show compassion with different ways of with without violating and respecting people's privacy and their and their beliefs they may not believe the same thing that we do. So we may, we may not feel comfortable showing our compassion. And so that's why the self learning self-compassion is very important. You've got to know yourself so that when you're encouraging someone else, you know that, okay, you know, getting back to the riding the bicycle scenario, I know how to ride a bike, but I know how important it is for this child to hear all these positive words because that positive words and those encouraging words is helping build the self-confidence of that child. And it's the same thing for us when we are demonstrating signs of 
um, acts of kindness and compassion we want to start small we may not be comfortable we might be still on the training wheels you know we may be just accustomed to showing compassion to the people in our inner family circle our own social circle but you know maybe we don't want to get involved in in anything else and that's okay that's what we've that's what we're learning and so we want to have a growth mindset and not uh, a fixed mindset where we're having so many negative thoughts that's going to freeze us and prevent us from growing so we want to keep our mind open and just like when we get back to the scenario of the child riding the bicycle you know they may fall they may fall once they may fall twice I told my children that you know when you're riding a bicycle you got at least fall about five six times and you know, it's just a number why did I say five or six not, not any reason just a random number because when they found that they could take off and ride that bicycle after falling three or four times they know that wow I made progress and I'm just like everybody I, I didn't do anything unusual and you know sometimes accidents happen and that has to be included when we're building on someone's confidence that sometimes it's not going to be easy and when we're talking about expressing compassion sometimes it's not going to be easy sometimes we're not aware of how our words or how our nonverbal communication may come across to some people and we have to be willing and open to say oh I'm I'm sorry I didn't mean to uh, say what I said or or do what I did I didn't mean to offend you and many times you know that is part of again expressing compassion so when you see that child back into the scenario of riding the bicycle they fall in a few times but for a few feet they're wobbly and they are taken off and you can tell because you see this confidence and the smile on their face and I don't know what words that I can put in a you know besides excitement when you see your child take off on that bicycle by themselves without training wheels that first few feet they are striding it is such a wonderful feeling and the same thing when we go back to practicing compassion the more we practice we learn about body language or we learn about different ways of uh, expressing compassion just in small ways saying thank you when we go to the grocery store uh, or when we're uh, going to the our favorite I don't know you're getting some stamps any place and you hold the door open for someone and you know they don't expect it they may look at you like you know I don't need for you to hold the door open for me what do you think I'm I, and that's okay it's not about you it may be from their experience remember we talked about that last time just because someone expresses something about you doesn't mean it's true and so you know you look at this and your light is glowing going back to our imagery that we began with um, a few minutes ago 
you have your light you've got your positive light and you're starting to let it glow and sometimes it's too bright for some people and you know it's okay because one thing what one thing that may happen is however awkward or uh, nervous that you may be in sharing compassion outside of your normal family circle your family bubble you may be teaching someone else about expressing compassion have you ever thought about that because going back to the bicycle scenario now the, the child is riding their bicycle and if you have other children in your home or the child's friend they want to ride they want to know how to ride their bicycles without training wheels it's so rewarding and that positive uh, vibrations and emotions that fills the environment is contagious now when they're riding their bicycle what's the next step driving of course and so we repeat the same the same path the words of encouragement and also the training it's all about learning learning ourselves learning others and knowing that when you share your light when you share acts of kindness and compassion you are sharing positive vibrations you're changing actually changing the environment that you're you are at and when other people see that you have really made someone's day they may not say they may not say anything and they may go back home and say you know I haven't seen this in a long time I was going to the store and somebody opened the door for me or somebody let me go first or somebody said thank you so just know that you are making a difference in the world congratulations thank you for listening to um, the compassion series I hope that you got at least one thing out of it you know be welcome to listen to the whole thing now that this is the, the uh, last in this series and next time we're going to talk about taking transition awareness breathing into the virtual classroom I know many children are heading back to school this is a back to school time and so we're going to talk about next time really piecing um, transition awareness breathing adapting it into the school environment have a wonderful wonderful week let your compassion glow be well be safe and I'll see you next time be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. 
Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's available now at Amazon.com.